you should never ask, can I do it? You should ask, how can I do it? Welcome to the Conversation On Demand podcast, a pod for people who want to level up in life. We are dedicated to sharing stories and tools through the lenses of faith, personal development, relationship, entrepreneurship, community, and wellness. I'm your host, Doiba. Today, I have with me on the show, Nancy Shalag, as we share some light around financial literacy and building generational wealth. Nancy is a real estate attorney, CPA, and a founder of 23rd Street Investors, where she brings real estate investment opportunities, increase client income, build wealth, and has allowed for many to retire early in life so they can enjoy the life they love. Welcome to the show, Nancy. Thank you, Duiba. It's great being here. Thank you so much. The reason I asked Nancy to come on the show today was uh, one of the mission of this podcast is to build a thriving entrepreneurial community. And I believe that once people know better, they do better. And financial empowerment is something I'm really big on. I believe once we're able to empower our communities to be able to be financially strong enough, it reflects very well on the society as well. So Nancy, many of my listeners on the show, they are in their young years, you know, uh, early, early 20s, 30s, and maybe 40s. And I've actually seen some people tell me, oh, I'm a little too young to start building wealth or thinking about wealth. Right now, I'm basically just concerned about meeting my monthly needs, my daily needs, uh, which, of course, there's a place for that. But I believe, you know, the earlier we start, the better it is, the better opportunities we have to be able to build wealth. So uh, and I've heard your story about you starting at the age of 20, 26, correct? Correct. So um, what would you say to somebody and thinking that they're a little too young to start building generational wealth? Well, first thing I would tell them is that you're never too young to start. Okay. And there are ways to start. A lot of, a lot of people are hesitant to start because they don't think they have any money or they don't have any time. And the re, the reality is you don't need either of those to get started. And my focus is real estate. And that's what I've been involved in my entire life. And, you know, 93% of the multimillionaires in this country have made their wealth through real estate. So the earlier you can jump in, the better. And you can get started now with no money or no time. And uh, it's just a matter of whether you're ready to jump. I like that. It's just the factor of choice if you're ready to jump. Um, the next question I would like us to look into is, you know, money, wealth, is, I think is very, very subjective. Um, but just give us a general idea of what financial wealth, generational wealth look like. Well, people think of being rich as having a lot of money. But wealth is really having financial freedom. And that is a different number for everybody. So what I tell people is figure out what does it cost you to live on, you know, a monthly basis. Keep really good track of what your expenses are. And how can you earn enough money passively to pay all of those bills? Because that's true financial freedom. So, you know, figure out how you can earn money passively without working to pay your bills. Once you meet that, then if you want to keep working because you absolutely love what you do, great. But what you need to realize is that at some point, if you were to get laid off, 
mm-hmm. or something were to happen where you couldn't work anymore, you wouldn't have a problem because all of your bills are paid. And you also have the freedom to say, I'm done. You know, I'm 40 years old and I'm tired of working and I don't have to work anymore. And so now you have the freedom to do something else. And maybe that monthly number for you is 3000 or maybe it's 5000 or maybe it's 10,000, but you need to figure out what that is and how you can start making that money passively. That is incredible, incredible. And I really like how you brought about making passive income because for the for the for majority of people, they're doing the nine to five. And let me tell you, um, except you have a, you have an income of maybe like six figures that you're making six figures in a year because that nine to five is it basically limits you to do so many things you have interest in, which is something I'm really passionate about. I don't want to work nine to five the rest of my life, you know, um, because I have other interests. I have I have other passions. I want to see the world. It's so beautiful out there. I don't want to be trapped in somewhere sitting on the decks doing, you know, nine to five. And I see my nine to five as a way of, you know, funding my other interests and also giving me opportunities to be able to create the kind of life I want. Um, but for a lot of people, it's a challenge. And I feel like in this day and age whereby we have so many opportunities to have passive income, if you really look closely, that which is why I really encourage entrepreneurship in this in this podcast. If you really look closely, what is one thing you know how to do well? And I, Nancy, I would like to, for you to also speak more on this. What was one thing you like to do well? Is it braiding of hair? Is it uh, car watching? You know, is it um, graphics? And right now with social media, a lot of people need people to manage their social media accounts, social media managers. Uh, a lot of people need for them to like create graphics. If you're really good at it and to start making income, you taking those skills in your free time and um, building off of those skills is a way for you to be able to build generational wealth because that is like what you said. If you have that source of income as a passive income and you're using even not fully, I mean, 50%, going toward your expenses for the month and you have the extra from your salary uh, from your nine to five to save and do other things, that is a way to use um, generational wealth. But before we move forward, I would, not, I would like for you to you know, contribute more on what are some passive income opportunities out there, Nancy? Well, I mean, most people think of the stock market. You know, you put your money in and you're able to make some money. I'm not a big fan of the stock market. I think there's, you know, certainly um, room for that in your overall portfolio. But I'm a big believer in real estate because I think it has the the largest potential for returns, and you can get tax benefits from real estate that you cannot get from the stock market. You cannot get it from running your own business but you can get it from investing in real estate. And basically you can start with no money. If you've got an extra bedroom in your house, put it on Airbnb, you know, take some work and you might have somebody, you know, that's living there with you for a while. But, you know, if you can handle that, you can actually turn your home into a money machine. You know, if you know how to, you know, fix up houses, then, you know, find a money partner. You don't have any money, find a money partner and fix up a house and then split the proceeds. So you can do all of that without any money in at this point, Mm. uh, but you can start building up some wealth. And then, you know, once you build up some money, 
invest in a rental property. You know, that's really great. So and, before and you start building that passive income. So before you go, I'm all about getting all the information, Nancy. <laughs> and something caught my attention when you mentioned um, there are some tax benefit that real estate offers that other business ventures don't offer. If do you mind share, shedding some light on it? Because someone might be listening to this and okay, do I do an LLC? Do I go um, do stocks or do I do real estate? I want for them to know our options and why they're going into these ventures. What are some tax um, deductions or benefits? So basically what I, what I call real estate is your tax-free income. So let's say you have a rental property and you know, you're getting $2,000 a month in income and you're spending $1,000 on the mortgage, the taxes, the insurance and repairs. So now you've got $1,000 extra as income in your pocket. The thing that most people don't realize is that the property that you have, you can depreciate it. It is a tax deduction that the government allows. And so if you've got depreciation of a thousand dollars a month or twelve thousand dollars a year, obviously that depends on how much you paid for the property. In essence, you're now getting a thousand dollars in your pocket with zero tax consequence. Thank you for sharing that with us. That's that legal. You can't, you can't do that with the stock market. Right. You know, if you take money out of the stock market as a dividend, you have to report that on your tax return. You have to pay taxes on it. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's Still true. have to report it on your tax return, you know, the rental income, but you don't pay any taxes. And I, I that love is, that. That's a good, that's the a other good tax benefit that's huge. Let's say you decide to sell that property. Mm-hmm. You can do an exchange and you can take those proceeds and put it into another property and you don't pay any taxes on the sale. You just roll everything into the next property. So what a lot of people do is they'll sell one property that's, you know, built up a lot of equity and they'll mm-hmm. go out and buy two or three other properties and then they don't pay any of the taxes on the sale of the property now they own three rentals. They're getting more depreciation. They're still not paying any income on their um, or any taxes on their passive income. Mm. And it's really a great system. It's a great. I feel like right now I'm going to be a real estate agent myself. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, the next question I would like for us to look into is uh, the accessibility of wealth. Um, for some people, as someone that uh, kind of have a little social background. So I know that there are some social factors sometimes that can, you know, factor into reason why people cannot, you know, uh, level up in life because either because of lack of information, either because of, you know, systemic racism, all kind of stuff. Um, would you say wealth is accessible to everybody? Absolutely. You just yeah. have to be creative and you have to be willing to work at it. Mm-hmm. Yes, you have to be willing to work at it. I love that. Um, we've seen people that are really, really, uh, we've seen like Oprah Winfrey and some amazing, incredible people on the top. I was, we've heard our stories. They didn't really come from wealth, but they were able to build wealth. And picking back on what you just said about if they are willing to work at it, 
Um, I believe even though th those barriers exist, if you're willing to work at it, you know, which is where good mentors come into play, um, people like you who already you know in the field and know how to navigate the system, connecting with people like that really help the journey and practical things that people could do to assess wealth. Well, you should never ask, can I do it? You should ask, how can I do it? And, you know, assess where you are right now. Okay, I don't have any money. Well, then what can I do to build up wealth with no money? Mm -hmm. You know, I gave you an example, rent out a room in your house so that you can start generating some income. You know, mm -hmm. look at those kind of things. Start partnering with other people that are in the same boat as you are. You know, my very first property was a five-unit Victorian rental in San Francisco. I partnered with a friend of mine. We put, neither of us had any money. But we mm. put that deal together, held it, managed it for four years, sold it, and made a lot of money. But mm -hmm. we didn't have any money starting out, but we knew we wanted to do it, and we had the mindset that we will do this, and we found a way to do it. So there are ways to move forward if you don't have any money. Mm -hmm. That is very true, and that's where um, leveraging off of your relationship and collaboration, because I think for some people, they want to be the ones to like organically create those ideas to generate wealth. Maybe you might not be in a space and time or um, opportunities at that time to be able to do create the, the amount of wealth you want to create. But if you're willing to collaborate with other people, uh, like you said, in the same boat as taking advantage of your relationships. Yeah, of course, in a good way. I don't. I don't. I'm not talking about a parasitical kind of relationship, but relationship whereby you both, you both are feeding off of each other, and also you both are growing. So, that's that's an awesome contribution, Nancy. The next question I would like for us to uh, look into are uh, the opportunities in real estate. Uh, what are some opportunities in real estate to you know build wealth and secure a solid financial future? Well, there are so many aspects to real estate. It's mind boggling. I don't think I even know of all the avenues in real estate. But again, if you're talking to people that are new to this, that don't have any money, you know, then, you know, they have to look at what they're trying to accomplish. Um, one of the things is wholesaling in real estate. If you don't have any money, you know, you go out, you find a property that needs to be fixed you put it under contract with the owner, and then you sell that contract to somebody that has the ability to fix it. Mm -hmm. You know, you make the spread on that. So let's say you buy the contract, you can buy the house for 60000 You find somebody that will buy it for seventy because they then will fix it up and they're going to sell it for a hundred. So you can make money, you can make that $10,000 spread. And if you want to be in the position of fixing houses, then what you do is you ask them to mentor you. Mm -hmm. You know, you work with them on how they fix up the house, how they market it, how they do all those things so that you can learn. So find somebody that's doing what you want to do and mentor with them. That's, that's a great point. I'd like for you to also shed a little more light on things that people should be mindful of when they are exploring either real estate or just business ventures. Of course, the last time we talked about people not having a plan, um, how important is having a plan or having resources, you know, before you venture into real estate or any business adventure? Well, you know, 
what's the saying? People spend more time planning their vacation than they do planning their life. <laughs> it's the same thing. If you want to go into real estate as, you know, um, a path to creating wealth, then you have to have a plan for doing that. You can't mm-hmm. do everything. So pick one thing, do your homework, learn it well, set up a plan for how you're going to do that, and then follow your plan. Don't feel like the plan you put into place on day one is the same plan that's going to be there a year later. Plans evolve. But at least by having a plan, you start off in a direction and you know where you're going. I love when you said plans evolve. Some people think, the plan to start with from the start have to remain the same plan. I'm like, well, if you're really learning something from what you're doing, you, you, there's going to be a point whereby you feel as though either something changed or I need to do something different. Because if you continue to do something, you know, the same thing, you're going to get slightly the same result. But which is where the mindset of people that actually succeed in business compared to other people who do not. Some people are just attached to the destination, but they're not attached to the process. You have to be willing to evolve, willing to adapt, willing to listen, because some some people don't listen. (laughs) I'm speaking to myself as well, because (laughs) I'm still willing to learn. Because you don't have all the answers. Having a blueprint or having a plan does not mean that you're constricted or restricted to that plan. Making decisions, chances are you're going to be, you know, making unnecessary risk. We do encourage risks, right? But we don't want to be in the situation whereby we're taking risk without having the information that really solidifies those, um, those risks we're taking. So that's an awesome point. Well, uh, and the other thing that people need to do is put their ego aside. I love that. You don't know everything. And so recognize that. Go find people who do know how to do it and mirror what they're doing. You know, copy your way to success. And very, very interesting, Nancy. Yeah. And what's interesting is the people out there that have made it, 90% of them are more than willing to give back, to mentor, to help you succeed. Find mm-hmm. those people. Work Absolutely. with those people. Absolutely. Very true. Because contrary to how some people think, um, people that are either <clears throat> successful, they don't want to associate with you. No, actually, it's, most of them are looking for people to mentor, looking for people to give those information. To. So like you said, ego, ego is something that we all have to go to battle with ourselves every single day because ego is going to keep you down. If you if you prideful, if you feel as though you, you have all the answers, no, you don't. Chances are you're saying what does not make sense because the people that are really putting in the work, they know that it takes, you know, collaboration. It takes actively trying to better yourself, actively trying to, um, definitely, ego is a very big problem. So um, that is all for today, Nancy. Do you have any last minute thoughts, things people should be, you know, uh, aware of, even as they venture into this uh, opportunities, real estate, business, um, just tell yourself I can do it. If other people have done it, I can do it. And the time to start is now. Don't wait. I love that. The time to start is now. If other people are doing it, you can do it. And definitely one of the, th- one of the realizations I was able to, um, have in 2020 was that, you know, for most times we're trying to chase after motivation, chase after information out there. So, you know, give us the 
uh, motivation to do things. But in fact, the, the information we need is within us. If we just take out time to listen, if we just take out time to really um, observe sometimes our, our surroundings, opportunities our surroundings present us so we can leverage up those opportunities to create income or create businesses, self-solutions, because people think you're just trying to make business so they can make money. Well, if you're solving the problem, chances are the money is going to come. Most people don't think about it that way. So being very, very in tune with yourself, knowing that all that you need to make wealth resides on the inside of you. And I'm so believing that a lot of a lot of you guys are going to um, come out feeling great, <laughs> feeling um, inspired to start some incredible businesses. But it could, it could be real estate. Please share your stories with me. I would love that. Thank you so much, Nancy, for coming. Thanks for having <laughs> me as a guest. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Uh, where can people find you, Nancy? Name of my company is 23rd Street Investors. And you can find me at 23rdstreetinvestors.com. And it tells what we do and how we do it. All righty. I'm going to put your information in the, on the show notes as well. So thank you guys thank you. so much for listening. I hope this has really encouraged somebody. Thank you, Nancy. Wasn't that incredible, guys? I had an amazing time with Nancy. And she did an amazing job bringing, you know, these points across very smoothly. And here are my takeaway. First of all, um, knowing the power of collaboration, you know, is very important if you want to build wealth. Understanding that looking for other streams of income that serve as passive incomes to fund your lifestyle is very vital. And you don't have to wait until you're fully ready. Have a plan and use what you already have to make the kind of lifestyle, create the amount of wealth you want to create in this world, thereby living generational wealth. This has just been incredible. Let me know your, your thoughts in the comment sections. Tag me, share. I love to hear back from you and I hope that this is really blessing you. This is really encouraging you to take one step in the right direction. You can find me on social media, Limi underscore Amo, L-I-M-M-Y underscore underscore A-M-O-U-R, um, Limi underscore Amo. On YouTube, you can find me at Doiba Kike channel, my first, my middle name channel. On Facebook, my first and last name, Doiba Shafoni. Thank you guys for listening. You have a good day. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.